Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is Kristen today with Tracy again. My husband will be back next week, I promise. I am so excited to have Tracy back with us again today, as promised. We are going to continue our conversation. Tracy started sharing last week about really her understanding before understanding God's design for sex. So her understanding around sex before understanding God's design for sex, and then her understanding and how things shifted for her after she understood really what is God's heart for sex with my husband. And so I want to really encourage you to listen to last week's because it was, it was, there was so much goodness in it. I I just, it was a treasure to me for sure, listening to Tracy share. And so I am just super excited to have her back again today. And Last week, as Tracy was sharing, she talked a lot about how she had a big shift that took place where she started understanding this idea of receiving her husband, kind of that shift from thinking sex was a duty to have with her husband, and we talked about why she felt that way and just kind of the fear involved with that, and so again, go back and listen, and how that that shifted to this understanding of, wait, I meant to receive from my husband, to receive his love, to receive as I receive the love of God. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit more today, because as we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, well, really throughout this whole season of podcasting, we share a lot about how our marriage and our sexual intimacy have such a huge purpose and they are meant to display God's covenant love. They're meant, sex is meant to point us to the gospel, to understand God is a God who gives us his love and we need to receive it. He gives us his forgiveness. We have to receive that. And as we do, we develop deep, intimate relationship with him just as Our husband-wife relationship is meant to reflect that. It's meant to be a picture of our relationship with Jesus. So our husbands pouring out their love upon us and wanting to connect with us sexually, that is a picture of God's heart of pursuit for us. And so our husband's pursuit of us is a picture of that. And we get to choose as the bride the bride of Christ and the bride of our husbands, we get to choose, are we going to open ourselves up to receive that love of my husband? Are we going to open ourselves up to receive that love and forgiveness of of God? And so it's such a beautiful picture. And if you have not listened to episode 55, I go into some a lot more detail on God's design for sex. And so I would encourage you to also listen to that one. But today... Tracy, I'm so excited for you to share because we were talking about kind of away from the microphones, we were talking about how, you know, there is this huge mind shift and that really does start to change everything. It shapes everything else, which is so powerful, so important, so needed. It has to happen. It really has to start there with our minds being renewed in the truth of God's design, God's beautiful design for sex. However, in, in the reality, even when we have a new mind around 
our sexuality, in those moments where it's time for us to receive the love of our husband, sometimes there's a barrier. Sometimes there's something that gets in that place where it's like, I don't know if I can do that right now. There's something that's that's just getting in the way of being able to open ourselves up. And there can be, oh, so many, such a variety of reasons, but there is a reason. And so I I really believe God wants to use that and he wants to show us something in that place. And so Tracy, I want to ask you, has this happened to you? And how have you navigated this happening for you? Yes, so that that did happen for us. There was an overall understanding of receiving, which was amazing Mm -hmm. and understanding, right? But there would be times where I would still be hesitant to receive. Mm -hmm. And a couple years, probably two, three years ago, this was very fresh into understanding the the sacred role of sex, right? I had this moment where I, my body did not want to receive, my Mm -hmm. mind did not want to receive. And in my mind, I just thought, well, I'll just do this. And and it was bringing in those old ways of thinking, those fear-based thinking of, I'm just going to do this and get it done with. And the Lord met me so powerfully in that thought. And, and it's almost like he stopped me and pointed out that that thought of me saying yes in obedience with a heart that was pretty reluctant to receive, he showed me that my relationship with him is very similar when he asked me to do something. And I say yes out of obedience, but my heart, is saying yes begrudgingly. Mm. And so he just started to unravel that for me. And he doesn't desire my yes just to say yes to him and do the thing that he's asking me to do with a heart that's really entangled in a lot of lies. Mm. And, And same with my husband. My husband doesn't want me to just say yes out of obedience, but not really being all in or being with him in that Mm. moment. And so the Lord just started showing me, hey, Tracy, when I ask you to do something and there's a hesitancy, come talk to me. Come figure out with me. I will examine your heart. I will show you. I will reveal to you what is in there that's causing this kind of pushback, Mm. right? And, And he showed me, I want you to do that with your husband as well. And so, wow, in the moment, it was really hard because it's a very vulnerable place to be to, yeah. <laughs> to say, I need help. I need prayer. I need yes. to talk to you about this. Yes. Um, by the spirit, he was able to lead me in that. Mm-hmm. And, and I did. And there actually wasn't any physical intimacy that happened that night. But what happened was my sweet husband prayed for me. And he sat with me and heard my heart and he cared for me. Mm. And that intimacy that was produced there was far more Mm. powerful and meaningful than anything that would have happened with my kind of obedient but grudging yes. Wow. 
And so just the same with the Lord. And so when he asked me to do something, there's sometimes a hesitancy in me because I'm believing that, man, the Lord is doing this. He's asking me to do this because he's mean or Mm. something is in there as a root Mm -hmm. that he wants to pull out. He doesn't want me to be obedient and walking in old ways of thoughts that just aren't the truth. Wow. Wow. That is so beautiful. And just picturing you and your husband in that moment and that powerful knowing of one another. I mean, as we look back at Genesis 2, the end of the creation account, we see that the man and his wife were naked and had no shame. And I just feel like that's such a picture of that. You you opened yourself up in vulnerability and sharing, okay, I'm struggling right now, and I just need you to pray for me. And his response was one of, yes, I want to pray for you and, and just holding you and caring for you. And that is so incredibly intimate and powerful. How did that affect or did that change things for you? And was that like one of those stakes in the ground of, wow, this is a safe place to share and we can experience a deeper intimacy with one another? Did, did that seem like one of those moments? Yeah, absolutely. But then at the same time, those moments still come, mm. right? And so, yeah. and it's always kind of a different reason, like whether it's insecurity, a past trauma that has lodged its way back into my mind. But as those things come, the Lord provides his grace for me to ask for prayer, to mm. talk. And he helps us be close with one another. Yes. Even before the physical intimacy. Absolutely. And that is God's design for us as husband and wife to know each other so intimately, so fully, so completely, just as our relationship is with him. I mean, we can see that in the garden with Adam and Eve were walking with God. They they were naked and unashamed. They were walking with him. They were all in this intimate, intimate relationship. And the enemy came and what happened immediately, there was a division between them and God, between them with one another. So we can see that's the enemy's ploy. But but God sent Jesus so that we could experience once again, that communion with God and that communion with one another. So he's all about this oneness. He's all about union. He's all about knowing and connection. And so I just think that is such a beautiful picture of him showing you there is an intimacy that I want you to experience with your husband that's that's beyond just a sexual experience. It is truly knowing one another and in that deep place of, of knowing. And so I just think that is incredibly powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And also I was wondering when you were talking about just taking things to the Lord, sometimes him speaking something to you that you feel uncomfortable with or that feels mean or whatever it is. And it sounds like you're learning or you've learned to really go to him. Well, I know you have from what you've shared with me, but that you've really learned to go to him and just talk to him about that. Can you give me a specific example just for people who are listening to understand what that looks like? Because I think that's such a powerful, powerful experience. 
Yeah, I think the freshest example of that and pretty simple example to explain would be when you invited me to do this podcast with you. <laughs> this isn't my first choice of <laughs> subject that I would I would want to talk about on my first podcast really? experience. Shocking. Um, <laughs> and it's a tender place and the yes, Lord knows is. that for me. He knows that there's there's hurt there. There's yeah. there's so much there. And yeah. so for him as I'm continuing to pray and be like, Lord, is this something you would have for me to do as he's putting the word yes on my heart? What's coming up in my heart is, man, Lord, this feels tough. And Lord, are you just trying to teach me a lesson through this? And there's just all these thoughts that start to pop in my heart and mind about the Lord. Mm. And in that moment, I could sit in those lies I could just say yes to you out of obedience right because I already knew the Lord was calling me to say yes Mm -hmm. so I could say yes and just do the thing but he wants to address those things in my heart so he wants to address that thought where I have Lord are you trying to teach me a lesson yeah and so when I take these things to him uh, specifically this time what he did was remind me of something that he's shown me and spoken to me before. And so I can kind of explain it a little bit here. Oftentimes the Lord will teach me certain lessons through this, this picture of a backyard pool party. It sounds a little ridiculous and silly, but this is, this is how the Lord has spoken to me many times. And in this picture, in this particular, I don't know what you call it episode, um, (laughs) I'm sitting around the fire pit in this backyard of the Lord's house in his property. And it's me and Jesus and he is to my side and all my friends are sitting around the campfire and Jesus is telling stories about himself and everybody's just listening. There's just hungering after what he has to say. And at one point he looks over at me and he says, Tracy, tell them about the time. And I'm like, no, Jesus, I can't tell them. I wasn't even there. You tell them. And with his sweet gentleness and kindness and love, I just start to understand he is entrusting his story to me. Wow. And he desires and is delighted that I would share his story. And and he really spoke. They need to know me. Tracy, I want you to know me more and I want them to know me more. And so he met me there and he's, he reminded me of that place. And so as Mm. I'm hearing his heart, man, he's not trying to teach me a lesson. He's not being mean by touching these tender areas of my heart. He is so delighted and in our friendship together. And he just wants me to share his heart. Wow. That is beautiful. And I saw a shift take place from the time that I asked you <laughs> to recently, last week or two, when we've been preparing or just, you know, talking about it, where it went from, oh man, <laughs> to to yes. And and this is what I'm thinking. And I mean, just so beautiful. And I can just see, I, I, I see what happened as you share that. The Lord, you you sought the Lord. And he, once again, faithfully, as he always does, showed up and spoke to your heart. 
and gave you exactly what you needed to know. And so you're here knowing you're just sharing what God's given to you and he's entrusting you with that. And it's just so incredibly beautiful. And so thank you for seeking God and for hearing his heart and for being so willing just to share, because I know these things are just so incredibly powerful and, and important to understand and just know that God is at work in our lives. Every single person he is at work and has more to share. So thank you so much for that. Todd and I have talked about how we're doing the study of God, sex, and your marriage with, with well, a couple groups actually. And you and your hubby are in one of the groups. And one night you shared about Hosea and how that relates so much to what we're talking about. And I would just love for you to share what you shared with the group that night because it was just so profound. So, yeah, so in Hosea, we see all throughout the book that there is this heart desire from the Lord for the people of Israel to know him and that's his heart for us as well and in Hosea 6 6 the NLT version it says I want you to show love not offer sacrifices I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings at this time when this was written so the people of Israel they were bringing animals for sacrifice the Lord had commanded them to do so and they were saying yes and doing it but they weren't living for the Lord. They were worshiping other idols and living sinfully. They're they're bringing the sacrifices to the Lord, mm-hmm. but they just are doing it to do it. It's yeah. it's an obligation almost. And they were missing what the Lord had desired of them. He wants a deep and close relationship with us. And so wow. I was reading David Guzik's commentary on Hosea, and he said, for this particular verse, Jesus twice quoted this passage of Hosea to the religious leaders of his day. We see it in Matthew 9 and 12. They also missed the heart of God, focusing on the wrong and superficial things. And so, mm. as I explained last week, this was me. This is where I found myself. I was focused on the wrong and superficial things. And there had to be a focus shift. It was focusing my shift back to Christ and the cross every single time and asking him the questions. Lord, what is your design? What is the gospel view here? And what's your heart? And every single time, those things produce life. He Mm. is life and he wants to share that life with us and So I just found it so interesting that this seems to be a thing. We see it in the Bible. I see it in my own life. I've I've seen it in in teachings. The Lord is after our hearts, not just our obligation to say yes to him. He wants our hearts and our yes. And then again, when you relate that back, as we look at Ephesians 5, 31, 32, and we think about our marriages being a picture of our relationship with Jesus. It's just your example of what you did with Aaron as far as sharing your heart around your struggle in that moment. I mean, that's it. Aaron just wants to know your heart. Our husbands, they want to know us. They want to know our hearts. Sometimes we don't think that's true and they may not even realize it, but they're made to know us and we are made to know them and just as we are made to know Jesus and he knows us. And it's just, it's so incredibly powerful. The knowing I think is way more powerful than what we realize. And 
I just love that, Tracy, not doing things out of obligation, not doing sex out of obligation. That's never going to bring life. It just doesn't bring a life giving relationship. It does. It's not the river of living water that Jesus came to give us. It is, it is duty. And both husband and wife feel that. And so thank you for bringing that all together. That is so beautiful. It's so powerful. And I think if we can just realize that we are fighting for oneness in our marriage, we're fighting for connection, we're fighting for union, and just everything is about doing what we can to experience relationship, deep, intimate relationship. And that comes from understanding that deep, intimate love of God and that deep, intimate relationship with Him. So it is super, super powerful and I think we can take advantage of those opportunities where we do struggle. I I think those are for such good. I mean, count it all joy as we experience trials of many kinds. And I really believe a big part of that is because if we take those trials and we take them to Jesus, he's going to meet us there and he's going to speak life. If we experience, if we can really focus our relationship with our husbands on truly knowing each other, being a safe place for each other, knowing it's a covenant relationship where I will never leave or forsake you. And we can turn to them in our honesty with what we're struggling with and ask them to pray for us. Ask them just to listen. Just think of well, you know from experience the transformation that takes place in that. So I'm just super encouraged by your story. And I know you'll be back on again because there's there's just there's just so much for you to share of God's heart through this. And so I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much, Tracy, for joining me and for being on Fearless in Love. I know Todd is super blessed that you are on as well. So we're just really thankful to have you. We love you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, We love you guys as well. And thank you for always pointing us to Jesus. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.